Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast, it's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic, you can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com, or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You are listening to Movie Sucktastic. sir oh good 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 how are you i'm good oh yeah there's our slideshow going coming in hot oh feeling 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 like some blind dead discussions here let me tell you movie posters way better than this movie (laughs) (laughs) you can see that with a lot of spanish horror films and 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 i know that there are some people that are really fond of the genre um, it's got its gems. I, I, there's some modern Spanish horror I really like, but uh, the 70s exploitation Spanish horror, <laughs> very few that actually really, I, I never really got too, just like the Ilza stuff. It's one of those things that, yeah, there's a niche for it, but that's not me. Yeah. But I've always had a soft spot for the Tombs of the Blind Dead uh, film and its, its, its successors, of which this is the fourth. Right. This is the, the Blind Dead uh, series. This mm-hmm. is part of that, yeah. Um, and I, I'll admit this now, I, I don't, what, what, what other films are in the Blind Dead series? Cause I don't think it's, I've seen any of them. Okay. It starts with, and let me just, I'm going to refresh my memory on the years, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. Uh, Amando de Osorio, who did a lot of, uh, uh, Spanish horror films. He first, he wrote and directed, uh, Tombs of the Blind Dead first in 72. Okay. Then in 73, it was Return of the Evil Dead. Then in 74, it was the Ghost Galleon. And then Night of the Seagulls was the last of the quadrilogy until they just made a, a new one uh, this year or last year. Oh, really? Called Curse of the Blind Dead. Yeah, which I have not seen yet. So I I haven't seen any of those. This is the first one that I've ever seen. 
That, 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 one of the main reasons I like the Tombs of the Blind Dead is because I bought it on a whim from a video store because it was a horror film. Right. And it was about zombies. And it has one of the, my favorite lines ever in a, in a horror film. It's when they, they go to this uh, professor or somebody, he's explaining to them, and he's not like an old, wise-looking guy. He's like, he's like young, bald, suits too tight. And he he's, he explains the history of the Templar Knights. Now, these guys they were uh, you know they were blinded and and uh, they were evil and they had satanic practices and uh, and so the guy said you can't seriously expect us to believe that these Templar Knights are around killing them and, and he said no, it's preposterous I've never seen anything like that uh, no he's, he got, the guy said you're not telling me somebody's pretending to be these uh, Templar Knights from 500 years ago so that's preposterous I've never seen anything like that it's the it's the Knights themselves risen from the grave. <laughs> And just mad, and it's dubbing, so it may not even be the original line. But I was I was sold at that point. It, it's like uh, from um, Z- Zombie Oasis. Oh yeah, let's build let's build gas bombs like in school. <laughs> it just stays with you. You never forget that. Well, what's funny is that you say that uh, that it might not be the original line, which you're probably right, because I watched this film, and I was it was during work hours. You know, I have if I'm working from home, I, I, I multitask, you know, so I had this film on on one monitor while I was working on the other and I'm listening to the movie with the English uh, audio, but I left the subtitles on just so that I mm-hmm. could say maybe peek at something in case I didn't, you know, maybe not get it. I could read it. There are so many lines in this movie. The subtitles don't match what they're saying. No, nah. kind of. You know, it would be like, hey, let's go over there and hide. And then the subtitle will be like, hey, let's run around the building and hide in this corner. It's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it, it's interesting that the subtitles don't match, uh, kind of match, but they're different. They're, they're definitely different than what is actually being said on the screen. I, I, I that used to be a big deal in uh, back in the old days with bootlegs uh, of uh, Hong Kong action films because depending on which region uh, the film was shown in, they had to have subtitles uh, because right. Chinese is a weird lang- language where it's all written the same, but there's like a dozen different dialects. Yeah, there's a but, ton of them. But because yeah, because but but because the UK still kind of owned them. They had to. Ha- they were required to have English subtitles in all their films too. Oh. And like I know, I know there's like one for. It's, it's, um, my memory's foggy on this because I didn't do research because we weren't supposed to talk about this. So there you go. <laughs> but um, I know like um, the killer. I think it's the killer. No, or is it? Hard? It is. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's the killer. Uh, they call each other in like one version. The subtitles. They, the characters call each other uh, Dumbo and Mickey Mouse. But in another one, they call each other like Tom and Jerry or um, or shithead and idiot or like <laughs> like. Yeah. So there would always be these weird changes from version to version, just like when we talked about Ilza and how uh, they changed the name depending on which country you saw it in, because it was Wanda and then it was Greta right. and then it was Ilza. Got it. Or it was Wanda, then Greta, then Ilza. So, I mean, like, yeah, well, things like that. That's one of the interesting things about subtitles. Yeah, uh, I mean, people had a conniption fit when um, Akira, the Japanese anime film Akira, they had remastered that film, probably the the Steelbook case uh, DVD mm-hmm. from like whatever, 15 years ago, almost 20, I think at this point. Um, they had changed 
some of the the dialogue, even the English audio, was changed uh, along with subtitles too. And people were like, "Wait a minute, this is you know back to the laserdisc days. It hadn't changed." So people were having a, a bit of a conniption for that too. Oh, everybody's a purist in some way. Oh, um, sure. I, I find myself becoming less of a purist the older I get. Uh, but just just from I think from my passion, I, th- I think I'm trying to dial back the passion a little the bit. Pa- yeah. Although I will I will say one thing. A couple weeks ago, you and I were checking out the YouTube p- page, and and I and I discovered that on YouTube you can delete comments you don't like. Yes, you can. I, I was like, shit, this is great because there's just some assholes on here that are fucking it up. I'll tell you, I, I have like a, a few MST3K montages that I posted up or smash ups, whatever the kids call them. And uh, ups. Yeah, something like that. Sure. But, but um, all the comments, all it is is people just like give their favorite lines. That's it. There's no shit talk. There's no, ah, you, you, occasionally someone will say, oh, you left this out, but not like, and not call me a, an asshole because of it. Well, yeah, because nice. the, the, these people are, are looking for the full movie. Right, which is our fault for having, like, an hour and a half long episodes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. <laughs> if, it's, if it said 12 minutes, they know it wasn't the movie, they move on. But no, we can't keep our fucking mouths shut. Well, the pro- well, you know what? It's also, it's still their fault. Because it's not like I title mm-hmm. it, it's not like I title it, uh, I don't know, uh, what's one of the more popular ones that we do? Like Eliminators, or... The yeah. Keep. It doesn't say The Keep full movie or it doesn't just say The Keep and then the year of the film. It says The Keep, a movie subtastic review. Well, what do you expect you, from you the mentality? I mean? But the mentality of somebody that's going going to like whose source to find a movie is YouTube. You already know you're not dealing with somebody smart. That, well, so I, you're going to get that, that kind of comments, you know, I agree uh, with that. but the well, only reason I bring it up because there's one comment that I deleted that I still want to address and I, I don't want to have it posted on there, but I just want to address it in the show Okay. because it bothered me. What did uh, say? Somebody. And again, it didn't have to be nasty. It's actually someone could, you could have just rephrased it as uh, basically it was about the keep. Oh, okay. And the one guy who complained, no, no, it wasn't the keep. It was uh, Manhunter. Not Manhunter. We haven't reviewed that film. No, but we we're talking about it because it was the keep. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And I think I, I, I and I think we, we, uh, we mentioned like one of the odd cuts in the film. Right. So this one guy, uh, now what he could have just said was, well, you know, that is because they cut down his three hour version that he handed into them. Instead, he was like, you fucking idiots. Don't do your fuck, do your research, mother, you know, douchebag, blah, blah, blah. Uh, his three hour cut was cut, blah, 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 assholes. You know, just, just a string of, it's it, it just arrogant humor, uh, right. anger, er, anger. And, um. My only response to that is, one, I, one we know. We mentioned it. Right. But we two, talked about it. Yeah, but two, if you're a professional filmmaker and you're making a low-budget film like that, and it, it was not a blockbuster budget. I don't – it wasn't It wasn't Gorilla, but, but you make it like that. If you think a three-hour cut is actually acceptable to somebody that's going to sell this in a theater, especially in the 80s, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, if you can't tell it under three hours, maybe you're not that good of a filmmaker. How about that for Michael Mann? Calm the fuck down and take the hit. No, it's, it's been bugging me. It's been the back of my head. No arguments here. Say, wow, why the fuck do you think they'd give him a three-hour film? What is this? It's not the Bible. It's fucking, you know, no one even knew who this guy was. Sure, and this is also then, but... around the same time 
And, and you know, studios talk and people know each other. I mean, uh, this is around the same time that Michael Cimino handed in a five-hour cut <coughs> of uh, Heaven's Gate. Yeah, yeah. This is like and, literally and... almost, I think it's the same year, 1981, actually. So it's like, what do you, what, what do you think you're doing? It's like now, five hour cut of this, three hour cut of that. That can't. It's not gonna. It's not the Godfather. The now, Godfather here's, here's, can here's, sell in a theater at three hours. Here's the difference. The difference is, Chimino got the Oscar. He did. And then they threw money at him and said, "You're a genius. Do whatever you want." They weren't throwing money at Michael Mann. Uh, no, but after Chimino. What did he tear down that set twice? Yeah, <laughs> had him rebuild the it. Weren't wide twice? enough. Yeah, or weren't narrow enough. Was so they, the street side was just wrong, so they tore everything down and rebuilt it. Oh, that's that's a fun episode. I lo- I still w- I want to see that five hour cut. I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever ever come to the light of day. I just don't know. But, but t- tell me, tell me the one story. What when these guys do this? When they all do this? Tell me the one story where someone did that and the studio said. Oh, yeah, we're really set on cut. Five hours? Yeah, sounds fine. Four hours? Great. <laughs> when did it. that happen? What what story is there that where that was a success? There isn't. I'm sure even The Godfather had edits. Hmm. I'm sure of it. And now they got that new um, Clarice TV show coming out. Because that's the character everybody cared about. Meh. Yeah, they tried the other character, and that show got that's canceled made- after three seasons. Yeah, that's that's why they that's why they made so many movies about that character. Yeah. No, no. What's interesting is when they did Hannibal. I know we're supposed to be talking about Night of the Seagulls. When they did mm-hmm. Hannibal, I haven't I haven't seen a single episode. But me neither. The, and I think it's um, I forget his name. Mads. Michael Madsen? No, 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 no. His first name is Mads. Mads something or other. Um, he was in uh, the James Bond. He was the the bad guy in the um, the, the the one with. Um, oh, you're killing me! What? The, the, <laughs> Which the, one is it? The 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 new the new James Bond. What's his face? Um, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. That one. What was the first one he did in 2006? That was Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Mads Milkinson or oh yeah the guy that plays Mils- Hannibal Milston Milkinson right that guy I forget his last name I'm I'm sure I'm butchering it anyway they say that he's brilliant in it and that the show is amazing and the they said it's one of the best shows that around and it gets canceled after three seasons well I mean how many shows really need the uh, Mads Mickelson by the way Mickelson I said yes. Milkinson. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said Milkinson. I, I I don't think shows should last more than two or three seasons. Sometimes I mean, it, uh, I, I'm not I'm not totally against that. Actually, I I think you know what I think I think five seasons is, you know, is a perfect. It's a nice sweet spot. Yeah, I mean, some, Breaking some Bad, of the better shows. Breaking Bad, five seasons. Set, uh, Lost probably should have been five seasons. Probably should have been five seasons. Better Call Saul, they're doing six, and they're, right. they're, they're calling it quits. Um, that's a great show. If you haven't seen that one, I'm halfway through. I got to go back and finish. Yeah. We just, we actually went back and we'd never finished season five. We were only like four episodes away from finishing it. I'm only one episode into season three. Oh man. 
Yeah, I know. S- season three is good. Season four is amazing. Season five is really good too, but it sets you on the path for the fucking chaos that's guaranteed to be in the final season six. Mm-hmm. Because he is... Because Don't say anything. Well, no, I'm just saying. I mean, like, it's it's pre-Breaking Bad. So it's everything before you see him in Breaking Bad. It's everything that leads up to that. So you know some shit has to go down in that final season before he's all in as Saul Goodman. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Uh, so Night of the Seagulls. <laughs> right. So as you can tell by the title, Night of the Seagulls is a zombie film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What a stupid name. Does it have a different that, name? Like, is its original title something else? Uh, La Noche de los Gavitos. Well, it's in the film. I mean, wh- the reason why it's called that is in the film. But, uh, yeah. Um, this is weird. The IMDb calls it Night of the Seagulls. And then trivia is also known as Night of the Seagulls. <laughs> So I feel like somebody, something changed at some point. Oh, my God. It's called, so I, don't... I love this, in Italy and Japan, it's called Terror Beach. Uh-huh. Terror Beach. Not a bad name. Not a nice beach. It's got a nice beach. You know, when you say beach, you don't think, you know, uh, what was that, Scotland or Ireland? Uh... They all look alike, so I, I, I don't... The, oh, the beach? That was... Uh... Yeah, where the film takes place, dude. We think I'm talking about. You're talking about the movie The Beach? No, I'm talking about Tombs of the... Uh... Night of the Seagulls? <laughs> Night of the Seagull, the film we keep not talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about where that takes place. Oh, it's not the Spanish coast? <laughs> oh, Spanish coast. That makes more sense. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, isn't this the Spanish coast? I mean, it, it might not be. I, I don't know. They're speaking Spanish, so I'm assuming you know, was... it was filmed in Spain. <laughs> yeah, no, that, you know what? Yeah. I have to go with that. For some reason, I kept thinking Scotland, Ireland, not re- not not remembering that the film was in Spanish because I'm reading it. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, in the UK, it's called the film is called "Don't Go Out at Night," which also makes sense. That which is makes, actually well, the doctor that uh, the the doctor that comes into the house and the doctor, I guess, is leaving it and is retired. Well, yeah. Well, he specifically well, tells him, "Don't go out at night." Well, that's that's the great setup. A- after we see a medieval period piece where the actual Templar knights themselves uh, kidnap a woman and sacrifice her uh, at uh, with, they kill her and then feed her the crabs uh, to worship a statue of a frog. And I'm not sure I get the connection. Uh, and then, but then it cuts yeah. to modern. Then it cuts to uh, present what, day. What present Pres- day? Present day. <laughs> Present day. Why date ourselves? <laughs> we it didn't it didn't tell you it wasn't present day in the previous one too. So you don't know it's present. You don't know that you're not dealing with that time period until it says present day. Exactly. But uh, oh, sorry, animal. Um. So these two doctors, uh, the doctor and his wife, show up, they've been they've been assigned to this village, and they after everyone ignores them and, and everyone like acts like they're shit in town. Uh, and by the way, doctor is, is a great. He's great with people. <laughs> yeah, the first thing he does is he goes in there and he's he's just like, uh, "Tell me where the doctor's house is." And he picks up the guy by the by his by his yeah. collar and he's just like, like he's ready to knock him out. I just want directions. I just want to know how to get there. Really? Yeah. If this is how bad and mad the guy gets when he can't get directions, 
Yeah, you right. Know, there's... Well, you know what? That's the most mad he gets. You got fucking Templar Knight zombies breaking into the house, and he's like, oh, that's uh, that's interesting. He's a very serious man. He's yeah, a very I think serious, so. I mean, and man. I know I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but he burns one, and it dies, and they think not to do that more. I... Like, well, there's fire yeah. everywhere. Why well, but not also, just burn all of them? They arrive in a town where no one will even talk to them. The doctor that's Except leaving Teddy. there says, oh, you, the first thing he says is <laughs> you should get a transfer as soon as possible. You don't want to stay here. Tells them to be afraid to go out at night and not the, and to mind their own like, business. This is the most the important thing. Are... Do not go out at night. It's the key to survival. Right. He literally says the key to survival is not to go out at night then runs off on a donkey because he doesn't want to go through town. Right. You and they're me. like, all right, well, let's set up shop. Or you get back in your car. This was a huge mistake, honey. <laughs> this guy must have and, been elated that he had a, you know, he had a doctor coming in to take his place. I mean, it isn't just like they walked down the sidewalk and people were pulling the shades down saying, no, no, nothing subtle like that. You shouldn't be here. Leave. <laughs> all right we'll stay and then they're like well well we'll see what happens when you need a doctor not one there's not one positive sign during any of that not one thing that would make you go oh maybe i'm overreacting no yeah no there's not none so we're, we're already we're, we're already losing on the credibility i mean the sun doesn't shine one time during this entire film i think uh-huh uh, I mean, at least, the, well, I mean, I'm looking not at, brightly. Uh, no, not I'm brightly. looking at a picture and it looks like this guy's standing in his shadow, but they go through great length, great lens to make it look like it's just so dreary and, and just cloudy all the time. Yeah. Now they, they would, they, they would be on their own, not dealing with anything, but one of the young women town, uh, strikes up a friendship with the wife. And then of course there's, there's good old Teddy, Teddy. Well, oh, you, when you said before, because no one would talk to them, I go, Teddy will talk to them. Oh, Teddy will talk to oh. them. Teddy will not hurt you. I think I have more uh, screenshots of Teddy uh, you than have anything a, You have a lot of screenshots of Teddy. I've got more Teddy in, in my screenshots than I have zombies, because Teddy was so much more impressive. All this guy had was like some black tooth makeup and and, and just, just the wild eyes. Yeah, and he just <laughs> curves his lip to the side. Teddy here to sleep in the attic. Teddy here to sleep in the attic. Teddy will not hurt you. They throw rocks at me. <laughs> they throw rocks at me. We've all known we've all known a Teddy or two, and oh, I yeah. like Teddy. I have no problems with Teddy. Although when he's staring at her through the window, it's like Teddy's a little oh, fucking one, creepy. That's that's probably my favorite shot of the entire film. It's one of the few shots that the now the, the I mean like the film's not poorly done as far as just like how it's made. I mean, the guy was a, an accomplished director. I mean, it's decent, you know, I'm not, it's not really bad. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because as I'm watching this film, I'm just thinking about how even it's a low budget film, it's a low budget horror film. Mm -hmm. And, but I'm looking at like the direction, how it's paced. It's not bad. No, you know, it's not bad. It's, it's competent. It, yeah, it absolutely is. And I, and I just think if somebody took, the blueprint for how this film is made, and it, let's say they were going to remake it exactly the same way, they probably could and just fix, you know, a lot of the problems that the movie has, and it would still come out as a pretty decent little horror film. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got its flaws, but of most course. horror films do. So, you know, well, let's, let's not I mean, let's be mean horror, about it. It's a horror film. But yeah. it, it's, uh, it's not 
it's not poorly done in any way. I mean, it, it has some pretty decent shots. Uh, some of the slow-mo could have been done a little differently. And some of it's a little excessive in parts, but not. Too, it's not like done over overly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I enjoyed the zombies. I liked that they were slow moving. I liked that they were you know slowly crept towards you, and it kind of made it a little more suspenseful and kind of creepy. I liked that. Um, I will give credit to the fact that the filmmaker, in order to make the the undead zombie horses slow too, whenever they're riding the horses, it's always in slow motion. <laughs> well, because you can't get the horses to go slow. No. But. No, at first it looks cheesy. And I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, all right, slow motion. Gotcha. Oh, they're really slow. But <laughs> on, on a budget, that's really, I, I thought back to it, like it's 100% consistent. They never show those horses running at full speed. No. And I was like, that talk, there's an interesting way of tackling well, that and not even bringing it up. Well, what's interesting is. It's just a is, visual cue. At one point, they steal their horses. And even when the humans yeah. are riding them, the horses are still in slow motion. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'd steal a zombie horse. Uh, well, the one girl just... said, let's not take these. And he's like, uh, we kind of have no choice, so let's do it. <laughs> Good call. Look where they took us. They took us exactly where they wanted to take that, us. That, and, and as far as the logic of the film goes, it's better than your average Argento film. Yes, it is. And, and that was one of the things I was thinking about while I was watching this. I'm like, you know, this is, this is in most part better than almost every Argento film. <laughs> I mean, he's you know, got some good ones that are better than this, but it, his he's only got a handful of decent films. The the other ones really suck. I, I he, he's I, I just I think he's a brilliant director, but he should stop writing his own screenplays. I've said that. Yes. You know, for years. Um, and and, and I, I don't care what anybody else thinks about that. I, 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 you get anybody with a strong enough fan base, and the minute you criticize Michael Mann, you should suck. You know, it's, well, sure. Come it's, on, well, come on. I, Everybody's I, flawed. I, I, I remember back to the time where, when we first started this show, uh, we went and saw Avatar. I think it's episode seven. It's like really the birth of this show. Like in the first oh. ten episodes, you had, you had written an article, talking about how Avatar sucks. Yeah, and and it was a nice. I, it wasn't a shit talking article. To, uh, no, no, no. I wouldn't say article. A couple paragraphs, but it, well, it, but it I was. Mean, yeah. it, was, it was probably, you know, a page or two hundred fifty words. I mean, it was maybe five hundred. It, it, it was, it was, a, it was. What I'm getting at is, you had, you said the film was directed by Ridley Scott instead of James oh, Cameron. Yeah, stupid typo on the first go through, and and right. and and somebody and, ripped you, a, not ripped you I mean, apart, but no, they, no, these were. These they, were adults on LinkedIn, yeah, acting like fucking juveniles on YouTube. And that's, that's where I'm going with it. I mean, it's just like, you know, it it what it did was it gave them the fuel to, even though you weren't wrong, to say, hey, you can't even get the director right. You're wrong, and it's like, well, listen, it, it, you could have said it was directed by fucking Timbuktu, and it still would have the film still would have sucked, you know, just because the it was typoed uh, that the director wasn't the one that actually did the film doesn't and this is, doesn't make this the is point why, any less uh you know that doesn't get the point across it still and, does and, and this is why especially if you're writing for online you double check your work well yes if i had just i wrote it in one shot and threw it up i you know it's not like a you know it's not like it was a pay site it was a fucking on, on linkedin come on was it linkedin yeah and I, I don't i don't bother with that site anymore uh 
Oh, you know, it's like I don't care what they. I don't care if they're 15 years old in their parents' house. I don't care if they're 50 in their parents' house. I don't. I don't care where they live. You, there are assholes for every genre. I, I've got. I've been invited to like three or four of these Facebook like movie groups, and I don't engage in them because all all they are is someone will say this film was awesome. I dare you to say otherwise. They don't phrase it like that, but it's everybody's just like baiting everybody else so they can argue about it. And I'm to the, I'm at a point where I don't care about most of them anymore. Oh yeah, no. It, and yet, what's interesting too, I, you know, I I don't do a lot of social media. I actually don't think I've ever even made an Instagram post, even though I have an account. Oh, it's been um, ages since I looked at that. I have a Twitter account, and I, I just use that for news. I've made a handful of well, yeah. <laughs> I've made a handful of Twitter posts, and here's the thing: I've gotten to the point where now I've started to every once in a while I'll I'll feel a little randy. I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna make a Twitter post, and I'll start writing it, and about halfway through, I'm like, no, I don't fucking care. I just don't care, yeah. and I'll and I'll delete it and not post it because if halfway through me making this post i've already lost interest then i'm it's just i am so i am just sounds, so done with social media sounds like you just need to be more interesting maybe that might be it, it could but, be. but even on facebook i'll go on facebook and i'll just flip through you know, I'll flip through stuff, and it's just all of the same garbage, just recycled over and over and over yeah. and over. Um, so it's like I'll go on there for like five or ten minutes, and then I'll just be like, I'm done. It just, I don't, I just don't enjoy it. Yeah, I go, you go through phases like that. I, I've actually been the same way about movies recently. I, I'm, I'm like, I, I must have deleted like 300 films off of my uh, Plex in the past week or two. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, that that still leaves like. Uh, 3,300 3, unwatched films and I know I'm not going to watch them all but I'm just like going through some stuff and it's like eh, I don't feel the mood anymore or like especially with some of the comedies that come out just now it's like you know I think I've seen enough comedies where I kind of know what's going on sure I, I don't know if it's got to be something unique now and, and I just I find myself looking more and more for films that uh, make me think and that's not the main market and I'm not trying to be a snob on that. I like bad films too. Well, yeah. I was just watching the the eighteen TV show uh, today. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I decided I was yeah. I, I had a sick day today, and I was just like I just had to recuperate. And so instead of watching movies, uh, I was going through and I just picked all the TV shows that I have lined up that I haven't watched, and I just picked one out of each series. So I, I watched some A Team, some amazing stories, the old one and the new one. Um, I haven't watched any of the new ones yet. I have them, but I haven't seen any of them yet. Bigfoot and Wild Boy is a good one. Auto Man, but the problem was the, the uh, I haven't looked at these since I got them, and the one episode I have, episode two, is in Spanish, but I watched it anyway. <laughs> it doesn't have I, a, a it doesn't have another audio track, maybe. No, there's no. no oh, <laughs> it was boy. just somebody recorded it off a of Spanish television. There you go. You know, eighty Look show, and 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 so that's what I watched. You watched it in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> it's a sick day. When else am I going to get a chance to do this? I, I followed the plot enough. I didn't know who the characters were, but uh, and, and what's his name was in it, too. Shit. Um, I'll have to find a movie he was in and get back to you on that. But like one of these guys always plays the Italian. Uh, I think he was the old guy in um, Hot Stuff, the gangster, Carmine. 
Oh, you know what's funny? I just... It's either him or someone that looks like him. I actually just got an upgraded copy of Hot Stuff. Oh, did you? I had uh, like an old DVD rip of it, and I actually was able to, to get an HD copy of it. I guarantee most people listening to this have never no have idea. no idea what this film is. No idea at all. No idea. And no. what's his this face? Um, um, the actor. The what's his name? Terry. Is it Terry? Terry something? The main actor from Hot Stuff. The the partner. He was Ernest Borgnine's partner. He was always. Um, he's an Italian actor. And whenever they couldn't get Franco Nero. Uh, for anything, they'd get him because he looks almost just. I mean, it's crazy how much he looks like him. Here, I think see. the actor was not hot. Um, he was in. He was a super fuzz too. That's where I'm trying to get his name from. I think he was Carmine and Super Fuzz. He, but he was in both of them. Italian actor, looked yes. very Italian. Super fuzz. It's Terrence Hill, not Ter. Well, I said Terry. So they'd get Terrence Hill to 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 be any films that Franco Nero couldn't do. They would they would get Terrence Hill to do it. Well, Terrence Hill's great. I love Terrence, Terrence Hill. Hill's super fuzz. I love super fuzz too. He's a super trooper, really super duper. Ha ha ha. Where were we? Uh, Night of the Seagulls, yeah. Yeah, Night of the uh, Seagulls. No, so, he he, I mean, he he wasn't in Hot Stuff. I got my movies mixed up. I think <laughs> Super Fuzz and Hot Stuff. Yeah, I think I said too. No, he's in Hot Stuff. Terrence Hill? No, not Terrence Hill. The guy, the Italian guy, I'm talking about. Oh, that guy, yes. And it's hot, it's Super Fuzz. I got an HD copy of, not Hot Stuff. Oh, that explains my confusion. Yes. You know what I did? I you know what? Uh, my copy of Hot Stuff was a laserdisc rip. I actually, because uh, I got a better copy of Hot Stuff. It's a DVD rip now, mm-hmm. um, or it's it's a DVD copy, I should say. And I was like, oh, that's you know. I took a look at the quality side by side. Oh my god, it's like one is like watching a potato, and the other is just it's so much. The quality is a hundred times better, even for DVD. I'll tell you. But yeah, uh, Super Fuzz is the one I got an HD copy of. Oh, I need a copy of that. Yes, yes. I'll send you the. I'll I'll send it to you. Let's see what my copy is. Mine's four eighty. Yeah, send that shit over. Oh, maybe you've got a better soundtrack. I swear there's a different soundtrack to the one I have. The one I have is just the Super Trooper song over and over and over and over again. Super Fuzz? Yeah. Really? I huh. swear when I saw it on TV, it had a different, it had more music than just the same goddamn song in a loop. Uh, I don't know if mine's any different. <laughs> I really don't. All right. Never mind. I mean, I'll send it over. <laughs> oh, no, I'll take it. But I, I was I was hoping for something with that. I got a better copy of Midnight Madness. The classic. Oh, yeah. I got a better copy of uh, the original Evil Dead. 
Oh my gosh. I have so many better. The Wraith? I got a better copy of that. I got a, a perfect uh, 1080p um, Blu-ray of Miracle Mile. Oh. I even got a, a better copy of Zorro the Gay Blade. My copy, use... my copy was horrible, and I was able to. Someone was, someone actually took, I guess the best copy you can find, and they actually um, remuxed it to HD. And it's not perfect, but it's much better. I got a an HD copy of Young Doctors in Love. Nice. Yep. I got a better copy of The Borrower. Oh, do you? What 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 how how better? Um well the copy I had was was a horrible um I think it was a TV rip from Europe. And uh-huh. the contrast and everything like was was terrible. It was like it was awful. And this new this new copy is actually um it's it's actually DVD quality. Yeah. So I, I I've got a half a I've got a four hundred megabyte one at four eighty P. That's the one I had. That's the one you had. That's the one I had. This new one oh. is one point five gig and it's nine sixty by seven twenty. I think we lost the direction of the show. We did. Yeah, we did. We really we did. Really, really did. You, you don't think everyone wants to hear about our movie collections? I'm sure they do, but uh, <laughs> that, that's neither the time nor place. All right, let's 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 get back on track. I I got sidetracked because I can't find this this goddamn actor's name. He's oh, always like the Italian guy. Yeah, I'm checking the episode, the Auto Man episode I watched, and he's in it briefly, but enough to like get a fucking credit, and I can't confirm who who it is. It's just bugging me now. I don't know the name of the character because it was in Spanish. Spanish. Let's see if I can find him. And if he doesn't have, I don't, I'm not seeing an Italian looking name. Well, Pregnant Crook. <laughs> wow, this is a large cast for such a small <laughs> film. For real. Carmine. Mark Lawrence. Oh, you know what I got? I got sidetracked. Yeah. Um, it's, Argento. Mark, it's Mark Lawrence. It is Mark Lawrence? It's Mark Lawrence. Well, he's not. He, he didn't get a credit on the episode of um, Auto Man. What year was that one? 83. And he was in Super Fuzz. He played Tony Torpedo. Right. So I, I'm thinking of a different actor, maybe. And I just can't find one that looks like him. You might be thinking of a different actor. But if you take no, a look... No, it was him. If you look up Mark Lawrence and you click... Yeah, I saw that. I thought it, that was him. But this guy's got a... If it is him, he's not. he didn't get a credit in the show. And I can't believe he didn't get a credit because he was a major criminal in it. Mark you know, Lawrence. Auto Man takes him down in the copter. Right. It's it's it was a, it was very you know emotional. Is Mark Lawrence actually Italian? His birth name is Max Goldsmith. Not Italian. 
That's not an Italian name? Uh, no, no. I'll, I'll call my father tomorrow to double check, but I don't think so. Maybe it's Don Gordon I'm thinking of. No, it's not Don Gordon. It can't be Don Gordon. His scarred complexion and brooding appearance made him a natural for heavies, and he played scores of gangsters and mob bosses over the next six decades. Nevertheless, he could turn in a fine performance in very different kinds of roles as well, such as the bewildered mountain boy in The Shepherd of the Hills in 1941. You know, I think it was uh, Don Gordon. Don Gordon? Yeah. I think it was Don Gordon, and the way they filmed him, I think with his slicked hair and everything, it reminded me of uh, him. Hmm. I'm a racist is what I'm saying. <laughs> was Don Gordon an auto man? Yeah, he's the one that was in that episode, I think. I think that's who I'm thinking of. What year did that show come out? 80s, 83. 83. Yeah, the prime of my youth. There it is, auto man. Same year as Manimal. The episode was called Staying Alive While Running a High Flash Dance Fever. Yep. He looks like Ted Bundy in this picture they have for him on IMDb. Oh, that guy's definitely molested somebody. I mean, he looks just like Ted Bundy. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. It's creepy. But what I was saying was Argento. Argento. (laughs) What I was saying is... He shouldn't write his own shit. I'm not saying it was a clever plot. But at least, at least Night of the Seagulls, again, it's about zombies. Uh, oh, and also, uh, the, the whole point is, as Teddy reveals later, is that the seagulls are supposed to be the souls of the women killed before for the tomb of the blind dead uh, Templar knives, right. knights. Because the Templar knights, every seven years, they want seven virgins over seven knights. It doesn't make sense, but it's nice and to the point. It's direction, easy directions to follow. Right. And you know? their village doesn't get destroyed. Right. Otherwise, the ang- Templar Knights get angry and destroy everything. Um, but uh, the first like the first night they're there, or which is like the second murder, I think, or the third, and uh, the the wife hears the seagulls. She's like, I seagulls. And, and, and then she said, but seagulls don't fly at night. And he goes, yeah. And I looked it up. They do. <laughs> of course they do. Google Google told me I typed in Google do seagulls fly and Google said yes sir at, at night at, at night, night they, of course I checked I checked the fly first to make sure they were following me then I oh, added the night yes of course but I mean, uh, yeah but no, if do. you've ever been to any supermarket in the Bloomfield Belleville Nutley area seagulls uh, everywhere yeah they fly at night oh, and yeah. also uh, sea crabs do eat do eat corpses but not necessarily because of a pagan god sacrifice got it. Pretty much any any corpse, virgin or not, is going to get some crabs in it. Yeah, and and all I kept thinking was, man, it, if I was a virgin and I was hanging out with the doctor and I knew that I would be sacrificed for being one, I'd be seducing the doctor. Yeah, oh no, no, I should go out there like, like the town people want me to. It's like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just walk over. Like the one girl, she, like she's walking over, she's crying. She goes to the doctor, he gives her a tranquilizer. The parents come pick her up, and they're like, uh, she should stay overnight. It's like, no, 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 she's coming back with us. Thank you, but no, thank you. 
and she just basically goes out with this mob and then goes gets and gets sacrificed. Right. And it's and like, nah, I don't think so. I think it, I'd be seducing the doctor. And again, one of the flaws of the whole idea of the film is if it had been a casual, hey, that's strange. That's strange. I didn't notice that. It, it's like it's like if it's midsummer, like the, when they brought them, the, like the first act when they get to the place. So we're going to kill you at the end of this. <laughs> be warned. Just so you know. It's, yeah, this is before, what's happening. Before you take the LSD, this is going to end in death. Say now, spoiler alert, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but with that, you know, it's not. There's no gradual implication right off the bat. You shouldn't be here. Don't go out at night. The whole town hates you. And there's this handicapped guy that apparently they like to throw rocks at for fun. Yeah, <laughs> Teddy comes to sleep in the attic. Right. So, so. The whole cat and mouse thing of finding out what's going on kind of loses any suspense. It's not it, it, it ain't it ain't fucking Wicker Man, the original. No, no. The, you know, that's the, it's it's kind of what it's going for, but with low expectations. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, like when they go to visit the girl that, that came that they sacrificed the before, it's like, oh, she's fine. Leave. We don't want you here anymore. Yes. Yeah, she she went to go w- uh, live with family. She, she'll be very taken care of. It's like, how long has this town been losing te- like teenage girls and and no authorities have stepped in? Because uh, it's yeah, it's it's in the remote. Spanish my favorite, coast. my favorite part is at the end when the doctor finally clues into what's going on and saves the girl from sacrifice. The whole town just packs up and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and. It, I just I just wanted a moment with the parents that had sacrificed their daughters. Sweet, this was an option all along. <laughs> we we didn't roll this out as Plan A instead of Plan B. We it happens every seven years, so we knew this was coming. Could we just like leave town for a week? Uh, yeah, you could have. Oh, you'd be totally you could have. Or now you could you could have went in and just knocked the frog over, and you would have been fine. Yeah, now you can see why I thought they were Irish. <laughs> that's right and it, exactly. and it sounds racist but i have no idea why i would say that i don't either. so it's really not i don't either because <laughs> it makes no sense because there ain't a redhead in the bunch you know what it is is the sweaters the doctor wears wore some of the gayest sweaters i've ever seen it's some nice the one i want i want the one sweater with the high but he he's coming out he's trying to mingle with the local peasants he's got these octagons on his chest hey uh was no 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 you you see anybody wearing like like that kind of sweater no 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 they knitted it from a sheep while it was alive (laughs) wait what riding it you know how they you know how they okay you know how that works right they don't have to kill the sheep to get the wool well, I mean, like they were like while it's there, <laughs> and then we're gonna make haggis out of its stomach. Exactly. There you go. If if I ever went to Ireland, the only reason would be to to, to uh, is for the sweaters. Is that right? Like, what's his name? Uh, uh, the orca. Oh, uh, 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 Richard. Um, uh, man named Forget Horse. Him. Forget him. His sweaters were beautiful. With his sweaters. That one sweater he wore, that was like, that was a man's sweater. That's what, what a man wears shit, for. What was his name? It was Richard something. I, uh, see, now, you, you, you get, you get you his can, name. You, you can, I know. I got his first name. A man called Horse. And he was an Richard Harris. Richard, Richard Harris. Richard Harris. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's even wearing, I think he even, uh, he's wearing turtleneck. He's got a turtleneck sweater at one point in Orca as well. 
it, it, he wears it throughout it, and it's awesome. I love that sweater. But anyway, that's that's why the town people hate him is the sweaters. Is that um, you know, it's funny. Every time I, I think of a sweater like that, I think of that film. Um, uh, what was the film? The Clive Barker one. Oh, Rawhead Rex. Oh yeah. Well, that Where, was that was uh, that was Ireland. Ireland, yeah. Yeah. And the and the father is there with his wife and his kid to visit the his home country. His his. Uh, yeah. And he's got that that Irish. You know, it's like. Uh, you you think uh, I mean it's just the fact that he's wearing the sweater alone it's like it's thick it doesn't look comfortable it just looks like it's like two inches thick yeah <laughs> the best kind of sweaters oh. anyway and it does also doesn't help that the zombies are very very slow um, <clears throat> well you know what and it, it it should make it easy to defeat them I mean the one guy just went into the room and he just he broke the, the the lantern, the lamp, it's it's like an oil lamp. He breaks it to light the one on fire. He could have just taken the top off, but he decided. Yeah, he, that, I mean, obviously, it's for uh, you know, it's for dramatic well effect, pressure. dramatic yeah. effect. But he lights well, one they, on fire, and it's just like even it even dies slowly. Where it's just like it, it felt like it was falling over for like a solid 10, 15 seconds. Well, Teddy, Teddy, who who had uh, who was pushed off a cliff by the angry villagers earlier, for in being a severely, a snitch. yeah, uh, just just snitches for being Teddy. get stitches. But they, he, he's he's like severely wounded. He can barely move. He's not bright to begin with, and wasn't even that coordinated to begin with. Yeah, he he not only manages to. to to like lurch himself into their grasp, he also gets out of it and manages to get away like several feet before he falls down. Right. If he can, if, if he has to literally hand himself to them and evade them, the sword, the swords are coming down like this. You know, when he cuts the girl and like dodges away, there's, it just takes away the believe a bit. I, and I like when they get back to the place when the horses take them back to the, the temple and the, all the knights are standing there and they run in. Right. And like, it's like immediately he's onto it. Oh, this is where they wanted us because <laughs> you're the one they want to kill. And he, he kind of says it like, yeah, I, I saw this coming. But here's the thing. That's his wife, right? <laughs> he was the Templar Knights themselves. That's his wife, right? Yeah. Not a virgin. Yeah. I mean, definitely not. I mean, maybe definitely is. But uh, if they're married i would imagine that she's uh not a virgin maybe that was just something lost in translation maybe the what the older people in in the town right oh no 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 they said the virgins <laughs> oh yeah when the village people when the villagers they come for for teddy and they throw him off a cliff and he falls and he falls hard oh yeah at that point i'm like i don't know if teddy's gonna wake up from this one but well, he did. He's but resilient. He does. He does. And, and his foot and, is all crooked and stuff, so he's like dragging it. You know, and for a town that had a lot of disposable teenage girls, I didn't see any teenage boys running around. Yeah. Or young women. Young young men, let's say. Well, Maybe was, they were in the twenties. Yeah, there weren't any uh, it, it looked like it was a village of like thirty people anyway. And they were all like old old bitter people except for the the, the seven virgins they happen to have hanging around. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. 
You got to sacrifice seven of them. There didn't look like yeah. they did One not, night. it didn't look like there was enough people to have virgins every seven years. Well, that's what I'm saying, especially since the, the since the young, attractive women in town seem to be a vast minority. Yes. Yes, definitely. I mean, yeah, I, I, I got a feeling that was something that got lost, intentionally lo lost in the translation. Yeah. Oh, I think so. It, I want to I want to see the negotiation of that when it first comes up. I mean, because it's got to start somewhere. I mean, the only other option is like the, the town wakes up one morning and the whole place has been destroyed. It's like, why the hell do those zombies attack us? It's like, well, obviously we haven't been sacrificing enough virgins. I, you know, it's like, and look at this place. It's such a great place to just stick you know, around and live. Years later, it's like, hey, Carl, you know, I called you crazy back then, but I'm glad you stopped us at seven because that seems to do the trick. <laughs> we were gung ho the dude isn't even dozen. You're like, dude, seven. Trust me, seven. Carl. One for Carl. every night, there's seven days in a Carl. week. Let's just good, let's stick. Good call, <laughs> Carl. That's because that's a Spanish. It's either name. it's either that or you got <laughs> Carlos, Car maybe Carlos. Sorry, <laughs> um, either that or you have like a uh, a blind zombie there, like trying to explain. Yeah, well, sign language. He just keeps beating his sword against the desk. This is nego his negotiations aren't going anywhere. <laughs> Oh, my God. All they wanted to do was feed the crabs. That's really kind of it. Yeah. And they were defeated by breaking the statue of their pagan god. Well, yeah. At one point, he says, let's let, let's break this statue and get this over with. It's like, yeah. okay. It's the, the logical man came here. Nobody else the thought statue. of this. <laughs> but what, I, what gets me is that it works because it's, it's, it's the lowest logic. They worship the statue. If I break the statue, we're all done. We're done here. It's like, I can't believe that worked, honey. How about you? <laughs> that was already the start life over again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, five hundred years, no one thought to destroy the statue. I guess no one fall. Like, no one thought to ride the horses. I guess. I guess not. I guess you know. not. Say, so, hey, tradition is tradition, but I'd like to know what how that originally started. You know what? Me too. All right, so we're looking at this film. I think it's time to... Are we done? I, I think we've said our piece with this. Teddy agrees. Teddy Teddy, comes, Teddy and Torgo. Teddy comes... Hitting the town. Torgo. Ah. Teddy comes to sleep in the attic. I bet, I bet they're related. Might be related. Okay, I gotta get back to my screen. Night, full, Night of the Seagulls. It's currently a 5.8 on IMDb. Uh, there's someone with a review that uh, gives it seven stars. Seven? No. And, uh, well, again, th these are people that are really into this genre and their expectations, like they, they're, they, they have a love for it. So there's things about the movie that we will find uninteresting that they'll gush over. Well, sure. You know, this is why, this is why I don't read Video Watchdog anymore. Well. You know, because they get all, they get all psycho about not revealing the ending of um, Beach, Bl Beach Blanket Bingo, yet in one issue they're like, oh, well, you know, we're going to ruin the ending of The Sixth Sense for people because we're snobs. Well, and you know what? You're right, because I was flipping through your video, Watchdog. Uh, you told me, says, yeah, read this um, read this, uh, uh, this, this little blurb on The Wicker Man. And I had never seen it. And mm -hmm. they give away the ending. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was so annoyed. Yeah. But it's just, uh, I, I even love when, when, like, but 
not to get on sidetracked, uh, but that's that's why any kind of niche of fandom is going to have a large percentage of people that are delusional. Um, Not always violently, but there it is. I mean, this is not a seven star film. No, um, I'd be willing to give a six, though. Six. You know what? It is. Five seems too low. It five. It seems like it's an above average, you know, little horror film. So you know what? I'm on board with a six. Oh, and if if you go to the IMDb Night of the Seagulls, they have a trailer for it. But the one screenshot of that trailer is my favorite shot of the whole film. It's yeah. Teddy in the window behind her. The trailer is five minutes long. Yeah, that's 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 the that's movie insane. basically. That's insane. And yeah. I found that trailer, and I was gonna. I had a two and a half minute one, and I just felt, you know what? Even that's too long. It just, it's just too long. I wanted like nah. a thirty second TV spot, but we're in a decade where TV spots are very hard to come by. Mm. So it's either two and a half to three minute trailer or nothing. So what do you think? Six stars? I think six is okay. I agree. I, I, I actually think the five point eight. If we were to go in a, you know, like a point system, five point eight is actually a really good number for this, but you can't you, give it a five, eight. You can either, it, you can only give it five, six, seven, you know, whatnot. I have to say the film has a charm to it. And oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a kind of, it's a film I would show at a bad movie night. I absolutely would show this film. Yeah. It's, it, you, you definitely remember after you see it. Oh yeah. And, you know, and, and not all for the bad wrong reasons. You're right. But I'm getting soft in my middle age. Yeah. I'm actually, um, speaking of bad movie night, I'm actually going to be upgrading, and I'm going to do it um, in the next, you know, month or so, couple of weeks. I'm upgrading my projector, mm-hmm. and I'm getting one of those 12 foot, one of those large uh, inflatable movie screens for outside. Because I've had the same one, the one that I built out of PVC and and a drop cloth with the blackout. Uh, uh, um, inflatable though. The only reason why. The only reason why is because I plug it in and it inflates. And then I unplug it and it deflates. And I put it in a bag. Whereas how, I don't know. Whereas the screen that I have is big, but I want it to be bigger. And I just don't feel like building something new. I just, I really don't. And nobody helps me. <laughs> and you moved to fucking Texas. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? Because you know, when Scott would here. come over, we would do these. He, you know, he'd help me put the screen together, and then I'd anchor it to the to the fence or the wall or whatever it was. Um, like one year, I had a clothesline pole, and I just anchored it to that, and it was great. Now I actually I have so much room in the backyard, I could put this thing literally anywhere. So I'm gonna upgrade the projector. I think I found a 1080p projector for like 200 bucks, and it's. It blows the one that I have out of the water. And the one that I have was like a $1,000 projector. I didn't pay that much for it. I think I only paid $100 for it. But this was considered top of the line at one point. And this projector, it's not very big. It's about the size of an Xbox, PlayStation kind of thing. And it does 1080p, has HDMI. It's got all the connections, the audio, everything that I would want for like $200. And... Between that and a new screen, I'm gonna probably spend around three fifty. 
we should wrap this up. We should. And talk about this after the kind people are done listening to the episode. Okay. I do have a movie challenge for you. Right, because this was my movie challenge to you. Correct. Because we're still in 1975. Yeah, I lost my page. It's okay. Yeah, 1975. So we're still in 75. And I have a feeling you're not going to be taking us into 1976 anytime soon. Right. So anyone that has watched listening to the show for the first time, uh, we challenge each other based on the 1973 start date, which is Scott's birth year. And we challenge films, uh, challenge films to each other based on the year. And we're currently in 1975. If I felt we were done with 1975, I can challenge Scott to a movie from 1976, which I am not doing. We are still in 1975. And... I don't think you're going to be very excited about this film. Oh, here we go. Although I feel it's a film <clears throat> that we should be reviewing. So, do you want do you want a hint? I'll need a I'll need a little hint. Okay. You know what? If I just, if I give you any one of these hints, you're going to get it. I know you're going to get it. It's a film I don't want to see. I I th- I think so. I got the, the, the vibe when we started to go with this format, when we were looking at the years that we were challenging each other to going forward. I think you had mentioned at one point that you were like, eh, at one point for this film. Um, let's see. Okay, I'll start slow. It's post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic, 1975. Hmm... Go on. Oh, okay. I know what it is. You know what it is. Boy and his dog. It's a boy and his dog. Yeah. <laughs> I've read the short story. Oh, have uh, you? So I'm actually... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, recently, um, oddly enough, uh, I think because I was looking through the films an episode or two ago, and it's like, yeah, and it just came up. So uh, so I have something to compare it to. And well, I have know, seen it before, I'll tell but you I, what, do need it, the, I do need a refresher. It's a short story, so... Um... I'll go ahead and read that myself because I've never you, seen I've never seen the film. If you need a copy, I have an ebook copy I can send you. Uh, can I read that on my phone? Uh, yeah, you can use the Kindle app to read anything. It'll it'll be in a Mobi format, sure. Yeah, send it to me. I'll read it on my phone. All right. I mean, it's a short we'll story. That. What is it like? Fifty pages. It's it's not a novella. It's under one hundred and twenty. Okay. I, some people like to call it a novella, but it's, a short, it's just a long, short story. I'd say I, I'm probably around 50, 70 pages. Fine. I could do that. You, you can, can handle it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mister, I read books. No, like I'm this. kidding, obviously. No, I, I just, uh, we often review films that are adapted from books and when I am able to read the original, I do like to compare them. Uh, you know, I have a literary background, so I do find that interesting as well, especially the comparison between the two. Uh, you know, like Jim Cotta. Jim Cotta. Look at that. Olive oil. <laughs> Olive oil. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, we you were reading from the book at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we get? Did we? When did we stop doing that? It's got to be. I don't know. It's a few years now. I, I have it. It's on the bookshelf. I don't even. Remember. I actually had. I don't. Um, remember. I have a review of it up on um, uh, Goodreads. I think. 
Oh yeah. And uh, it's on Amazon too. It's not a not a great review, but it's probably one of the few reviews you'll see for the stupid book. <laughs> um, and I had someone actually respond last week or two, uh, asking, you know, has this ever been released on an ebook? It's like no. No, I got. I, I finally got a used copy of this, but this is not available digitally. I wish. I mean that, that that's not that's not so because it's a bit more obscure than. It's not a very long. Harlan book. Ellison. It's not a very but, long book, right? Two hundred pages. Three hundred. Oh yeah, no, it, yeah. It was typical size of your spy novels back then. One hundred and seventy, like you know, your average destroyer novel from the from the eighties. I mean, at, at ten, I, I imagine one could spend a uh, couple of long weekends. Getting that, you know, into an ebook. If I'm going to retype anything, it's going to be my performed by Lugosi because my publisher lost the fucking files to that. Oh God! No, no, no! Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one they lost to. That's why. That's why performed by Lugosi was never released on ebook because he lost the fucking files. Honestly, I think he wiped the wiped the got rid of the hard drive because of the porn film he made. But that's just me. <laughs> And it just your book just happened to be on the same hard drive. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a copy of that running around. I think. Oh, I hope so because I lost mine. Oh. Yeah, and I went to him to. He's like, oh no, the whole thing crashed. It's like I sure it did. Uh, I still have I still have stills from it though. I may have a copy of it. If you do, I need it definitely. I may. Uh, I mean, I didn't throw anything away. I have everything, like, because, you know, I sold a house and we, we moved to a new one. So mm. it's all in boxes in the garage. So when I go through it, I have a stack of, of DVDs. Uh, it might be in that. Yeah, if you find it, I definitely need a copy of that. I still I still want to write a book about the whole experience. Sure. Oh, yeah. Short book, you know. All Change right. all the names except for two. Except for two. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Um, what could I say? Another episode of Movie Sucktastic, uh, episode three hundred and twenty-nine. Um, we review Night of the Seagulls next week. We'll be reviewing A Boy and His Dog, starring Don Johnson and Jason Robards. That's um, it. Uh, adapted from the the uh, short story by Harlan Ellison, the science fiction writer that people love to hate for some weird reason. Yeah, they really do. Um, so uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com yeah it's broken yeah you can right click in your toolbar and just allow flash it'll still work we're catching up yeah. get... I, I, we are Bear with us. We're, we're redoing the website we're redoing bookends what you're hearing now it's going to be a much more structured show I'm probably going to buy real equipment at some point um, we're, we're sorry is what we're trying to we're say not we're not sorry, sorry. Listen, I'm sorry send me some money and uh, this will get done faster <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't make any money doing this. It's all for fun. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Go to iTunes uh, and listen to the show there. You can go to Google. You can go to iHeartRadio. You can go just do a search for Movie Sucktastic in your favorite search engine. And shit is everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, I go through great, great lengths to do an iTunes uh, feed. And they just grab that, and they do all this shit for us on every other page. They just take that feed, and they structure it, and you can get every episode for free. 
any, you know, not like other websites and not like other podcast shows where you got to pay to listen to past shows, which is ridiculous to me. But anyway, that's basically it. Um, we'll see you next week. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh. Yeah. Words of wisdom. Oh. We haven't done this in so long. Scott, do you Wait have any words of wisdom? I do. Don't throw rocks at Teddy. Teddy doesn't like rocks. Do <laughs> Teddy, come to sleep in the attic. <laughs> Teddy will not hurt you. Teddy. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.